This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, Akil Stokes here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about seven skills that you're going to want to master in 2022 if you want to become more successful than ever. Before we hop into things, I want to remind you that we've got some free workshops available on www.tier1trading.com. Head over there, click the button that says give me free stuff and indulge. As we get closer to the end of the year, it's important that we spend some time really preparing for the upcoming year, right? If we wait until the new year gets here to start preparing for the new year, then we're already a little bit late. So something that I personally do is my year ends around Thanksgiving and I invest the entire month of December in doing self-review for my trading, for my business, for my family, for myself, and then setting up a plan on how I want to improve for the year to come. So with that being said, I want to share with you an awesome post by my good friend and my trading partner and business partner as well, Jason Greystone, where he talks about seven skills to master in the year 2022. Now, this is my first time reading through this post, um, and I like doing that for the podcast because I want it to be fresh. I want you to catch me in my natural element before I have time to to think. Um, I just think that's one of the unique things about what we're doing here with the Trading Coach Podcast is it's kind of live and unfiltered and, and not corrupted in any way. So, skill number one, delegation. He says, let go of tasks that you don't love to do, choose to do, or want to do. Pay, train, and teach others to do the things you are not here to do. And delegation is so important. I always talk about two things we want to do. We want to automate or delegate right, uh, your tasks because that's the only way you're going to become more productive. Think about it like this. We all have a series of daily tasks that we must do. Right. And if you're someone like me that, you know, creates a to do list every single day. Right. Once you cross task A off of the day for Monday, what do you do on Tuesday? Right. You come back and all all of a sudden task A is right back on your screen because you have to do it every single day. So you're really just spinning on a hamster wheel, right? It's the same same thing as someone stuck in uh, the rat race, right? Where you're going to a job and you're working and you're getting a paycheck and your paycheck is only enough to kind of pay for your basic needs and your bills and, and you're not really elevating yourself by from a financial perspective on, until you can get out of that. Um, so if you want to ultimately buy time, and that's what money is for, money is eventually to buy time, or at least it, it should be in my opinion, you need to start eliminating some of these tasks from that checklist permanently, right? And delegation or automation is a great way to do that, right? Is there something, as Jason mentions, that you don't love to do, right? You should only want to do the things that you love to do. So if you don't love to do something, find a way to have someone else do it. Um, if there's something you don't want to do, find a way to have someone else do it. You can train someone, you can pay someone, you can teach someone. Um, if you're into programming, is something that's programmable. Um, you can have something automa- uh, automated, do it for you. It, it doesn't matter as long as you are no longer doing that task on a daily basis. Now, 
Here's the thing that a lot of people don't understand, and my social media accounts are a perfect example of this. I get complimented all the time. It's like, Akil, you're a workhorse, and I, you know, I have a, I have a background of grinding it out. That's kind of what's got me, gotten me into success, right? I, I have the ability to outwork anyone, in my opinion. Um, but I'm not young anymore, right? I'm not in my 20s where I can just go forever. I've got a family and stuff now, and it gets a little bit tiring. So I had to make some decisions a few years ago about, hey, like. I love this role that I have of being the grinder, but it's not really making me happy in life. So with a lot of the delegation stuff or the stuff that I've delegated in my businesses, right, it's been like a year long process where it was investing a year to get it to the point, excuse me, get it to the point where I no longer have to do it on a daily basis. So I don't want you thinking where it's like, oh, just delegate and boom, it happens that quick. It it is going to take a time investment. But if it takes you three months to do something and now it's running on autopilot for the rest of your life, it's well worth it. Number two is going to be investing. Investing is one of the most valuable skills you can learn. Invest in your knowledge, your growth and assets to build phenomenal wealth. And depending on when I decide to put out this podcast, I just recorded one talking about the future of financial advice and and talking about the new era that we're in where everyone wants to be a trader, wants to be an investor, wants to be in control of their own finances. And I think that's a very positive thing. Again, I think we should all learn money. We should all be financially responsible. We should all understand personal finance. We should all know the basics of investing. And you don't need to be an expert to be a smart investor, right? A good friend of mine, um, we were at a park the other day for our kids and he's he's been listening to the podcast and he just learned this new term. He's like, uh, you know, dollar cost averaging and, 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 and how he can get exposure to the stock market. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I like it because I don't want to learn this stuff. I don't need to be a genius. I have no passion or or drive to do it, but I, I do want my money to make a little bit of money. And I, I'd rather not pay someone else to do something if I can do it myself. So he's taught himself the skill of investing. And it's really not as hard as you think. A, a lot of people, and, and, and this is why I was a uh, really shy about it when I first started. A lot of people think you need to be highly educated. You need to be uh, an Ivy League student or top of your class or get an A in, in your economics. Guess what I got when I took economics in college, right? Micro and macro, D's, 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 right? None of that stuff made sense to me. Yet, this is what I'm doing for a living. It's a lot more common sense. It's a lot more simplistic than you think. Now, obviously, if you want to take it to the extreme and be like, a, you know, a, a Warren Buffett, even though his 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 approach is pretty simple as well. But if you want to be a financial genius, right, um, you've got to invest more into it. But we're talking about just normal people type of stuff. So invest, invest, invest. And it doesn't have to be in the market. It could be in something else. But you want to allow your money. And this is a, a great book that I loaned away to a, a friend. I never talk about it. It's called The Richest Man in Babylon. And in that book, um, it's, it's a story about uh, basically him teaching about investing. He says, make your money your slave meaning that your money should work for you. You've got this money. You're working so hard for this money. Going back to the rat race and the hamster wheel. Is it doing anything positive if you're making it and then it's doing nothing but leaving your pockets and going somewhere else? No. Make Work hard to make your money and then make up for it by having your money work hard for you. And eventually, if you do that, you'll no longer have to work hard anymore. Yet, your money will still be working hard for you. And that's how you buy time. So investing is phenomenal. I love it. Number three, ooh, public speaking, the biggest fear out there, right? 
they always say about public speaking, right? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not. They, they, when I was younger, they said, just picture everyone naked and that'll make you more comfortable. And it's like, if there's anything more uncomfortable than standing up um, in front of a group of 100 people and speaking, it's standing up in front of a group of 100 naked people and speaking. That is just, it's just awkward in my opinion, but I, I, don't, I don't know where that saying came in, but I guess it's better than you being naked up there and, and seeing people smirk and laugh, but uh, either way, it's bad. So don't, don't be naked, don't be naked, don't picture people naked, that's weird. Um, but public speaking, he says, those who have the most conviction and confidence in their message set the rules for society. Speaking in public is the most efficient way to influence humanity with your message. And I was a PR major, right? So after in college, after I was a business major, right, I switched majors because, I, again, I almost failed those two economic classes. And I was like, hey, math ain't for me. I went to public relations, which is the science of speaking. And, and I'm not a very social person. I don't really like being out there in front of the public. Um, this is why I hide behind a podcast where you guys can't see my face. Um, but it has given me a lot of confidence and a lot of tips for those who are publicly speaking. And when you combine that with my journey of someone that has gone from knowing nothing about trader to a novice trader to my, my rookie days of a trading coach, when I, I was scared to tell anyone every, anything, because I was like, why would they listen to me? I didn't have zero confidence to someone who's coached some phenomenal traders over the last 15 years and has spoken at many large scale events. The key to public speaking is not picturing anyone naked, but it is being an expert of what you're speaking about. When you stand up in front of your audience, you need to believe that you are the most knowledgeable person in the room, that that's key. You don't, you don't, want, you don't want to be cocky with it, obviously. And, and if someone has a, a comment or a question, right, you don't need to shun them or put them down, right? But you need to be so knowledgeable about whatever your topic is that there's no fear. Because you go up there and you're like, I got this. It is no different than a professional athlete, right? When you have a good week of practice, when you've trained, when you've watched film and you feel confident about going into the game or the match because you feel prepared, you play a lot more confident. When you go into the match and you didn't watch any film and you, you're out there for the first time, you have no idea what you're doing, your performance is going to reflect that. So have confidence in what you're saying um, and practice it. Practice it in front of friends, practice it in front of family, practice it with stuff you know. Um, but being comfortable speaking and, and, and getting your message across, especially if it's a valuable message, is so key and something that a lot of us certainly need to work on because many of us will kind of never follow our dreams because of that fear of, of being on that stage. Number four, productivity. Productivity means you will do more with your time on earth. You will earn more, you will have more time, you will improve faster, you will live to your full potential. And I'm glad I didn't mention this earlier because this goes hand, I had a feeling he was throwing this in here. I, I know this guy pretty well, this Jason guy, right? Um, I wanted to talk about this when we talked about um, uh, delegation, automa automation and delegation, because this goes hand in hand. Automation and delegation will allow you to be more productive, That right? That will... Um, really help your productivity, which again, will allow you to do more of the things that you want to and live a, a much more inspired life. And one thing that Jason told me, and it makes perfect sense, but I never thought about it. He told me this years ago. He said that the key to time freedom isn't just, you know, you can do what you want. You can spend time with family. You can make your own decisions. Right? I spent this afternoon about an hour touring my kid's school, right? We had his uh, first 
parent-teacher conference. I've never been in a school before because, you know, COVID and all that fun stuff. So we spend about an hour just walking down the hallways, right? Um, and because I can. It's, it's my day. I make my own rules. I can do what I want. And that's what I wanted to do. Um, but we're also our most creative when we have time, right? Think about when you're busy and you're jumping from task to task to task, this, 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 you're a task manager. Are you ever creative? No, you're robotic, right? You're do this, okay, do that. You're one thing to another. Your brain doesn't have time to kind of relax. And when your brain doesn't have time to relax, you're not as creative. When you have time and you can go for a bike ride, when you can go for a walk, when you can just sit and read a book or, or sit outside and, and listen to the birds sing and, and, and watch the flowers bloom and, and stuff like that, your mind goes to this different place where it's no longer kind of focused on all these, what do I have to do, this, 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 that. It's just free. And when you're free, you are the most creative. And when you are the most creative, you get your best ideas. And, and again, obviously, this depends on what type of person you are. But those ideas could be things that are very impactful for the world, very impactful for your family, very impactful for your business. I've, you know, this is what I do every time I do a new course. But right? I've done about one, two, three, about four full training courses in my life. And, and, and obviously different segments in front of that. Every single time, without a doubt, whenever, whenever it's time to do a workshop, whenever it's time to record a course or, or think of a course, and it's like a, a six month to a year process to put out a course, my, the, I, I am the most productive when I just drive somewhere to like a random park bench or a random university and just sit. I am the most productive when I'm on a flight across country and I've got six hours on a plane um, and nothing else to do on the bird than just either fall asleep or think. When I'm in a position where there's nothing else I can do but relax and turn my brain off, because I am a task manager, guys. I am someone that goes from one thing to another. I have a very busy life, um, and I often get caught up on what's next, what's next, what's next. Um, so it's important that you allow yourself to have that freedom. It's, it's so very important. Number five, data science. Monitoring human behavior and trends will allow you to keep up with large corporations and institutions. It helps you build the best products and serve the most people. Stay in the know, right? Um, I don't do this enough for the podcast or the YouTube channel because I don't care enough. But if you're looking to get the most views, the most clicks, stay up to the date, you, you got to be on top of the trends. You gotta be on top of the trends and 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 lend your opinions. Let's you know. Let's put yourself in a in a position of you are a you know you're you're running a business or you're you're a podcaster, for example, right? Something that you should be doing is looking at the daily trends, looking at the weekly trends, and um, creating your content around that. What is hot? Oh, GameStop earlier last year, or earlier this year. I forgot what year it is. I guess it was earlier this year. Early this year, yeah. GameStop. All right. Read some articles. How can I lend my opinion, right? How can you put yourself in the middle of that, that big streaming wave that is coming and flooding over everyone, right? Stay up to date with what people are doing. Stay up to date with social media tactics, right? Um, again, I don't do any of this myself because I, I don't care as much. I probably should, but I've given you podcasts in the past about how I'm not the greatest businessman. But if you pay attention on social media, you can pick up really quickly on what the new trends are. Uh, I'm not going to spoil them for you, but because you know, they'll be dated by the time you hear this anyway. But you follow enough people, you'll say, oh, this is the new thing. You put out things like in groups of seven and you swipe, swipe, why is it seven, huh? mm -mm, right? And be a part of that, make yourself a part of that. But you don't wanna be late either, right? You, you wanna be in the moment, 
you want to take advantage of the moment, but you always want to be studying for what's the next thing. How are we changing how we, we take in content? Are Facebook ads working the same way as they used to? No, right? So do you want to spend the same amount of money on Facebook ads in 2021 as you did you know, 10 years ago? right? No, you don't. Do you want to have exposure to Instagram? Do you want to have exposure to TikTok? Do you want to do different things on different outlets, right? Is written still a way to go? Is YouTube a way to go? Long form, short form, right? YouTube shorts, right? It's, you know, keep up the date and you can put yourself in the mix um, with trends and or products. Number six, playing an instrument. This will not only sustain and feed the brain, but it also helps improve many other cognitive and physical aspects of the human body. And I would switch this one a little bit to not just playing an instrument, but have a hobby. Have a hobby that is physical, right? So, uh, and maybe not even physical, uh, I guess you could be mentally physical, but have a hobby. So playing an instrument is a good one, right? Because it's, it's allowing you to use different parts of your brain, different parts of your body. But it could be something like, you know, be a, a bike rider, be a mountain climber, um, you know, pick up a basketball, join a, a pickup basketball game or a, a pickup futsal or, or, or soccer game once a week. Um, it could be doing puzzles. It could be building, you know, building Legos, uh, playing Scrabble, doing um, what's the game? Um, the, the little they got the boxes with the different words. I forgot what it's called, like checkers, chest, the little box. You got to fill in the letters. It gives you like clues and you think about it. I don't know, Sudoku, all that, all that stuff, right? Have something aside from your main thing just to stimulate your brain in a different way, right? It's, it's the same thing with um, people that do, you know, physical fitness. If you, if you just only train the arms the same exact way every single time, your body's going to adjust to it. It's going to get comfortable. You're not going to get the same result. Now, you have to train kind of the, the muscles around the muscles if you really want to strengthen the main muscles. And, and the brain is, is no different than that. Number six, or seven, ooh, emotional intelligence, understanding our own and people's values and managing our own emotions helps us to be more successful in our personal and professional lives. And this is key. Understanding yourself um, is massive in, in many different ways. It's, it's massive as a, a business person. It, it is massive just for, from a, a personal perspective as well. But also take the time to understand others. I think we don't do enough of that. We tend to speak more than we listen. When people talk, instead of listening, we were just calculating our response. Um, you can learn a lot from listening to people. And one of the, the main things I do each and every week, we have an accountability session on the tier one trading platform. By the way, if you're interested in joining the community, check out our 14 day free trial. Just head over to www.tier1trading.com. Click that free trial. You can take some courses. You can sit in some live rooms. You can join the community and chat, download some software, a lot of cool stuff for two weeks. And then after your two weeks is done, there's no sneaky auto bill. You're just kicked off the platform. Um, but every Friday we do an accountability session An accountability session is where we bring a trader on and we interview them. And if they're new, it's kind of a first time interview. Hey, who are you? What's your background? How'd you get into trading? You know, and we kind of set you up on a path to success. And then we encourage that, hey, you come back every few months to kind of update us and, and, and really hold yourself accountable. But when you listen to these accountability sessions and, and I'm, I'm, I'm a teacher, so I'm usually always talking, right? We're always talking in the live room. It's me, 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 me. You know, we're listening through chat, but it's not the same. When you get a chance to listen about to, to some of the personal stuff that people are talking about, you understand them better. 
and maybe it's just my tactics as a coach, but you know, I'm really big on adapting my coaching style per person. I do the same thing with track and field where um, what I tell recruits when they come in is like, hey, you know, I got a system that works, right? My system is going to make you stronger, faster, quicker. You can jump higher and all that fun stuff. Um, but at the same time, I understand that I'm not going to try and fit a, a round peg into a, a square hole. My job is to adjust it per you. So it's to figure out what do you respond well to? What don't you respond well to? What do you like? How much can you handle? And I need to adapt that training program to you in order to get to you know really maximize the results. And it's the same way with traders. I, I understand every trader is different, right? So if I know that, hey, you're a very analytical person that's very wordy, very detailed, very mechanical, I need to approach your training in a different way than someone who is very simple minded, kind of just goes with the flow like, hey, you know, just, you know, whatever, let me, you know, follow it. Uh, same with, with them. I've someone that's really laid back, like, ah, you know, kind of do this, kind of do that. I need to approach them in a very different way than the, the very mechanical person. So understanding where you come from, understanding how you learn, understanding how you interpret things helps us as trading coaches, because now we can take the same content. The content is going to be the same, but we can form the message a little bit different. And each person I get experience with doing that, it helps me for the next person. Um, so it's really good to take a chance to kind of just listen and learn instead of just being quick to, to talk and kind of throw your ideas out there. So love this list from Jason. Do me a favor. If there's anything else you would add, let me know if you're uh, listening to this on podcast form. I guess uh, hit me up on social media. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on, what else am I on? Facebook, Instagram. I'm forgetting something. Twitter. There we go. You can shoot me DMs there. I unlocked them. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can shoot me a comment below. And if there's anything you want to add, let me know. And we may come back and do another podcast episode on it. So hope you guys enjoy. Until next time, plan your trade. Plan your trade. Uh, plan your trade. Trade your plan. Take care. There we go. Whew.